the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. There we go, and welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas. And Al, we can hear ourselves too, so if you'll take us off, there you go. Yeah, it's not so good. There we go. Well, welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and in for Dr. Calvin Finch is Mark Peterson. I go by doctor now. Okay. <laughs> I thought we were. I thought you were trying to do something. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. I still think it ought to be law and order. They call him the citationer. He's out there. Bump bump. Bust, huh? Yeah, busting water wasters. People who are not abiding by the rules. <laughs> Have you heard Jerry wants a citation? Yeah. He, yes, he, I heard that. He, we're working he, on that for you. He, he like it framed, though. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> he he will not accept it unless it's framed. We're, we're working on a uh, uh, a frame and some lights, under lighting. Oh, that'll be lovely. That's going to be nice. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. So we have Mark here with us and uh, Dr. Parsons. And all we do is welcome your calls at 210-308-8867. You hearing okay? I thought I got a mosquito in my, in my Oh, head. okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. I'm good. I'm okay, good. good. All right, so I'm trying to think. Each each Sunday, we've kind of had a theme. Oh, we could we could introduce Mark to that, but you know, Mark has an area of expertise. But I'm trying to figure out how to make that a a theme. I just thought of it on the way up. Oh, so um, this is instantaneous. It's inst- instantaneous. You can yeah, you can yeah. hear the gears grinding. Ex- Experaneous. So we could do like <laughs> yeah. three favorite trees in San Antonio. Ooh. For sun, we call it a trilogy. Oh, okay. I'm Do you glad. like that? The trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm also glad that you, you... <laughs> man, we'll Allergy. be here all week. <laughs> <laughs> Try the veal. Oh, poor veal. Okay, go ahead. I was going to say that's the first questions we always ask. Sun or shade? Sun or shade? Yeah. Turn me up just a tad. There, there we go. go. Perfect. Yes, and so we want to make sure that everyone understands that's very, very important. It's the first question, whether it be grass. Or plants, or trees. Right. Sun or shade. Okay. So how about three favorites for for sun? For sun right now? Yeah. You want to give it to me right now? Sure. Okay. You can do this. <laughs> you've, you've been asked this question 20 times. What do you recommend for over a sunny pa- area? Over the past 38 years? Yeah. yeah. I, I think I got this done. So my favorite one would be chinkapin oak. Okay. It's a little different. It's a white oak, so it's resistant to oak wilt. Uh, in a um, something that goes for sun or shade is my Eve's necklace, otherwise known as Texas Sephora. 
So it's the cousin to Texas mountain laurel. Oh, okay. But it's deciduous and has a pink flower. And is it just, is it fragrant too? As uh, uh, Not as. Okay. So, so the blue is still, still the most. Uh, and then uh, I would just go along with uh, another ornamental. The For Sun, Texas Mountain Laurel. Okay. Yep. Texas Mountain Laurel is one of my favorites. And but, and whenever I say why, Jerry goes, really? Oh, that's great. Well, we work all year. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I, I appreciate it more because it only blooms once a season. Yeah. And, well, uh, well, most people love it for not its... Not after the freeze. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, that's right. No, it, it, it did. We did discover its chink in the army. Was, was the freeze? Yeah, it was the freeze. Yeah. But it, it certainly... But boy, when they're all blooming and it's... Well, you can smell them a mile away. It's there is no maintenance, little or no maintenance, nope. and it's evergreen. What other people want? Evergreen. Yeah, that's true. And we have one. But they're poison pets, and people that eat. Well, I don't. Berries. I don't have any pets or small children, so I don't really worry about it. <laughs> and you know, I planted some of those in my mother-in-law's backyard. <laughs> And did she have pets or no yes, longer? Yes, she did. She had a dog. Oh, okay. But and he, 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 he ran out. They caught him eating them. Oh, oh no. Well, they're red. And yeah, they're they, red. And they're not uh, tasty, though. That's right, Cam. That dog was and the, not so smart. And yeah, the little dog uh, was acting funny, rolling mm. around, having <laughs> a good time. Yeah. And so they took him to the vet. Ah. Uh. And had his stomach pumped. Party poopers. $500. Oh, dear. To have his stomach pumped. And you know what that dog did when he got back? He, he went and ate him He ran out there and got some more. And if, if I'd have been living with my mother-in-law, I'd have been out there fighting him for those bears. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure that I'm, I'm not a conspiracy-minded person, but you sure the dog wasn't? Working with the vet. All right. Again, the opinion. Fido. Of the, uh, yes, that was guess. purely purely their own. Fido, here's the deal. When you get home, I'll cut you in. It's five hundred dollars. I'm going to send a box of milk bones home with you. Every time you come in for that five hundred dollars stomach pump. There you go. And yeah. it, it probably wouldn't have killed. It wouldn't. I don't think I've ever heard of an no. animal being well, killed. Well, size matters. Yeah, I was going to say if it eats too much. This is a small dog. Well, it it could have could have passed on. <laughs> well, don't they <laughs> no, have to? Don't they have to like bite into the seed? And yeah, so so the seed coat has to be disturbed somehow. Yeah, yeah. otherwise. So on the stomachs, they, they could, if they just swallowed it, because dogs tend to kind of gobble. Yeah. <laughs> Swallow it a whole, but it would have to be in the stomach. Then. Yeah. So they have to eat a whole bunch of them over some time. Oh, for it with to... the stomach acid break down the... That's correct. Oh, okay. I'm going to go straight there. Do you have three favorite sun trees that you want to bring into this? Your What is your favorite trilogy? <laughs> favorite sun trees? Yes, yeah, trees for sun. Favorite... Crape myrtles. Okay. Um, I like crape myrtles. Yeah. And I cannot lie. Those other trees can't deny. Uh, <laughs> the most popular one is uh, live oak down here. Now, I didn't ask you for the most popular one. You have Napa one to, to be swayed. Okay, there you go. <laughs> You're never really and swayed I, by I popular ones. Really, I really opinion. love the ones that have those sprouts that come up. Yes. 
you know, uh, root sprouts. Yeah, you seem to have embraced they, that. Now I know you're funny on that one. No, no, oh, you really do. He really does. <laughs> in in my uh, in my dry lawn now, just the only thing that, that is that, green. That's green, yeah. The mow, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, you know, you just gotta. When somebody gives you lemons, melting, you make lemonade. Yeah. Okay, so that's two. Lemon meringue pie. No way to get rid of those sprouts. So just embrace them. them. Embrace them. Like we've done with our weed. Our uh, horse herb. Our uh, sustainable. (laughs) Sustainable winter lawn. It sounds like from what's what's that. That the now they're uh, we, they're embracing that <laughs> on KSAT. We're yeah. we're embracing that uh, straggler daisy and or horse herb. Yeah. And frog fruit. Yeah, frog fruit. Yeah. yeah somebody was really bragging on frog fruit. So we have live oak, <laughs> we have crepe myrtles, and what's your third? Oh. In the trilogy. In the trilogy. Yeah, I'm just not going to let that go yet. Do <laughs> you just have two trees you like? Yeah. Well, I agree with them. Among among those trees are many varieties. Oh, okay. Different sizes, different colors. Well, crepe myrtle, sure. Yeah. Okay, but crepe myrtles in general. All right. Okay. What about the, uh, I shouldn't, well, you keep thinking. When that third one comes to you, just blurt it out. I think think maybe... uh, in honor of Paul Cox, we ought to say bumper desert weather. That's huh? a good one. Because yep. uh, this year, with it being so yes. dry, those suckers are showing out. Okay. Now, on the rainy years, they <laughs> <it> almost <laughs> die. Yeah. Well, let's talk to Ray real quick. He wants to thank Calvin. But, Ray, Calvin's not here at 210-308-8867. And it's better to thank or uh, brag on Calvin when he's not here. Yeah. yeah. He appreciates yeah. it more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I no, no, I knew he wasn't. There. I knew he wasn't there. But I, I, you know, maybe he's listening. But uh, I just wanted to thank him for straightening me out on on that. Yeah, he enjoyed that. Those monarchs. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I went online and and uh, I I googled uh, went to Google University and and checked out uh, uh, butterflies that look like monarchs. There was one, this one website that came up with 40 butterflies that look similar oh, to the monarch. And, I mean, there was at least 20 of them that you've really got to look really hard to, to be able to tell the difference. So I, I never knew that. I never knew that at all. Yeah. So wow. there's no monarchs out there. <laughs> yeah, I have no monarchs in my backyard. Um, but I, I had a great picture, though. I had, yeah. huh? It was a great picture. Yeah, the pictures were good. I'm going to stop taking such good pictures. That way he wouldn't have identified them as not uh, being honest. Just make it blurry. Um, I had sent you an email, uh, Milton, uh, to ask Dr. Finch, but he's not there today, how he spells the name oh. of that particular oh. butterfly. Flit- was eat- it Flittery? Uh, Gulf. Frittery. 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 That's close. Yeah, so F. R I T F I L. I got because that's what I found online. Yeah, there's a yeah. Gulf one and there's a yeah, Central one. I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's so two that, T's. And I'm So words. one T, Frit, and then like Hillary, <laughs> after that. Oh hell right. no! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I, that's that what I saw online. So. 
I do the, have the, at least two of those in my backyard. I'll tell yeah, you that. there's uh, a lot of there's a lot of them out here. I think too. Yeah. He keeps a. The, we we had the Calvin's favorite zinnias out here, and I was stopping by, and I noticed all the butterflies on that one. Yeah, but there were a couple. Yeah. But no monarchs. But no monarchs. I checked. We did see one that one time. I think it was last week. I was getting at this with Calvin yesterday. The reason I've been encouraging everybody to call in if they see a monarch, and I asked Calvin, when is the late last date we can expect monarch migration? He said the end of this month. I think. Since there are no monarchs, we don't need to cut the blooms off. Oh, I see what you're doing. And leaves off of our tropical milkweed. He's going to drag me into this, too. Uh, He's probably (laughs) going to drag you into it. Well, I mean, doesn't that make sense? Uh, I don't know. And and the reason I know that that's well thought out is because they're on sale. And here at Melbourne. Oh, okay. And they're beautiful at this Where time are of they? year. I know. Normally, well, normally we get this. In the sale items. I know oh, well, that. Yeah, yeah here, but, well, but where they're located can, on the ground. Yeah, normally we can see them. I imagine they're full of, butterf- full, full, full of butterflies. Well, Ray, will you call us when you get a monarch now that yes, you know please. that? Yeah. Yeah, now, now that I know, yeah, if I happen to see one, I'll, I'll get excited and call you. I'll try. And to I emailed you. I tried to email you back with the fritillary. Uh, oh, you did? Okay. I, I haven't checked my email, so okay. That's okay. So, Gray, do you want to contribute to our triology here? What are your th- three favorite trees? And you can do sun or shade. It doesn't matter. Okay. Well, being as how all I have are crepe myrtles, I will have to say crepe myrtle. <laughs> okay. Good man. But when you drive down the street, do you see a yeah. tree you go, you know, that would be nice if we had one of those. That's a nice tree. Yeah. I, I tell you, I really appreciate the... Uh, the shape and the size of some of these older live oak trees yeah um that people take care of and trim correctly they don't poodle cut them you know like like uh mr rodriguez says yeah. um you know they take care of them and those are just beautiful trees when they get older but yeah aren't they gosh, though you gotta you gotta be a a, a long-lived person to really enjoy them so so uh, I guess that would be the other three. Uh, okay. Uh, you get, let's see. So we got live oaks. <laughs> we've got crepe myrtles. And then I agree with you on both of those. Uh, you got a third? Um, not really. Uh, All right. Well, you think, think of a third. You think of a third, oh, you, you email me. Okay. <laughs> I will. All right. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Okay. You take if, care. if you do see a monarch, possibly you could catch it and bring it up here, and we'll have it identified. <laughs> I don't know if I'm that fast, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Poor monarch. All right. Just whisper to it. Okay. Whisper. Okay. Sing to him, maybe. Uh, yeah. No, Jerry will have to whisper. explain what whispering means sometimes. <laughs> oh, okay. Because we, cause, uh, if, if we do go ahead and let these tropical milkweeds bloom and be nice, uh, we don't want to encourage the monarchs that make it through to lay eggs and have their young suffer. <sighs> so we need to probably take them out if you see a monarch. 
Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. Di- right. Thanks, guys. Diane is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Diane. What's going on? Well, I'm hoping you can tell me how to embrace an armadillo. I'm pretty sure I have an armadillo that is just tearing up my yard. We live just north of McAllister Park. Oh, boy. And every day I go out and there's there's a new hole. The, The one today was like I could put my fist into, and yeah. so um, there were several, but that there was a really big one. Do they have? Uh, do they? Do they have a little hole after they finish digging around? They usually leave a, a a round hole about the size of a quarter inch, half an inch uh, wide down in the dirt. Just a, qu- a quarter inch or a half an inch. Yeah. These are in, bigger, inside so the they, inside the fist. Yeah. Fist side. Yeah. Oh, in inside. Uh, once uh-huh. you get to the bottom yep. of it, there's something smaller. Let me <laughs> let me walk out there. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> She's I'm, going I'm out not there sure now. about yeah. that. Because no big if, deal. That's that's where you can tell a armadillo is going to dig in versus a cat or a, something like that. Yeah, I don't think this is a a cat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I know these are the kind of holes you trip in if you don't fill them up. Yeah, and oh. uh, we got a lot of clay, but uh, yeah, she's got armadillo issues. We think. I'm, yeah. tell, I'm telling well, Trace. To... Holes out of nowhere. It's going to be armadillos. What? Yeah. Jerry, you want yeah. to tell the famous story, or the the interesting fact about, on armadillos? Oh, about catching what? them in the morning or seeing. Well, them? yeah, because they, they all they're, they're not real. Sharp-eyed, no. And they, they, but they, they follow the same smell. path, and they, you just put a put a big trash can right yeah. near the hole. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh! And go out there uh, two o'clock in the morning, best time to catch them. <laughs> I think he's being serious on this. I'm serious. <laughs> well, I, I want to go out at two, but maybe I can put him something out before I go to bed. On the, oh. on the bright side, you're getting some free aeration. There yeah. you go. That's why well, it, 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 it's a lot of air. That's why, that's why they're coming to the lawn uh, because you've been watering. I've been watering, and, and yeah. the, wa- the lawn is soft for their little noses yeah. to dig. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't want to give up my watering either. No. But I, I never even thought about trying to deter them with an obstacle. That is, well, and I think he's well, coming. I don't know where he's coming from. You, you, you put the obstacle. By their home, you find out where their home is, and then when they're digging, you scare them. Yeah. And then they run back. And then if there are is if there's a big, like I said, a big trash can, they'll go right in it. Yeah. And then you oh. pick it up. And then you pick it oh. up. Oh. So yeah. me, and I don't want to be um, up at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, there <laughs> so I get a there couple, is a downside. Couple of pieces of uh, like one by sixes, mm-hmm. and make like a little uh, corral thing to a live trap. Oh, okay. so you put that on the in, say, inside of the fence where the hole is at, and again they're blind, so they're going to hit the side and they're going to keep wanting to walk forward. So you, you basically are are uh, herding them, herding them yeah. into the live <laughs> trap where you can do whatever you want to with it and after that. If you had yeah, a ten point. foot cliff, you could do it like the Native Americans. And yes, just push them right on over. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for him, but I, I, not that bad. Oh, uh, you don't. And so, uh. it's. I mean, the, I, I did water recently, and the holes are are really good size. And he did a lot of 
new digging. So I'll, I'll just, um, I have no idea where he's coming from, but I'll, I might ask my neighbors if they know of an armadillo yeah, well, nesting someplace. They'll make a path. I mean, uh, they come come and go and uh, go uh, go onto the fence at a at the same place every time. Well, that is yeah. Now this is in my front yard. There has been a little bit of damage in my backyard, but it, you know we've got the privacy fence, and but I, I guess I should look around and see. But yeah. he's I don't know where he's coming from, but it's the front yard that's really bad. Uh, okay. You, have you seen him? Have you seen? No, him? I have not. Okay. I'm just sure that's what it is, but I'm, I yeah. haven't seen it. Get a, get but a trail cam. Somebody there's an armadillo oh, oh, around here. Uh-huh. You, you go to the public house, your favorite public house, and then wait till it closes at 2 a.m. Oh, and then you go, <laughs> and then you go, <laughs> then you go <laughs> try to identify I don't identify. know if I'd be allowed to drive at that point. Thank you, Diane. Diane, real quick, you got three favorite trees you want to? Oh, three favorite trees. I love my red oaks. And okay. um, let's see, what else? I I actually have this fabulous, huge um, Arizona ash in the backyard that I can't get my arms around the trunk. And uh, I like the little bitty leaves on it, i got to admit. And I'm waiting for it. I guess it's going to die. Everything dies one day. But, but uh, <laughs> we've been in this house 30, 30 years. Yeah, and it's wow. been there. It was there when we got here, and this house was built in 1980. It may have been there then. I don't know. I'm sure it was. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's a, that's about when the home builders stopped putting them in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, is that okay. right? <laughs> so, in my mind, then, it's already lived twice its normal life expectancy. Way to go, Diane! Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I would go. <laughs> it's from all Thir- Thirty-five is right on. I would say it's from all that all those armadillos helping it out, aerating it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll let you get away with two. Thank you, Diane. Thank you. Hey, we got a couple questions here. If y'all will help them out, I will uh, take us to break. 210-308-8867. But I want to tell you real quick about the tree hugger sprinklers. If you're looking to take care of your trees, maybe they're newly planted, or uh, with all the stuff that's going on and the lack of water, you want to make sure that you keep it healthy. Uh, You want to get that tree hugger sprinkler to water efficiently and effectively. It's hinged. So it opens up, and then it wraps around the tree as you close it. And you can get a 7-inch, 11-inch, or 15-inch tree hugger sprinkler. So uh, it doesn't matter how big the tree trunk is. Now, if it's one of those old oaks that that, uh, that Ray likes, it may require a little more. uh, Why did you just move it? You just move it. Yeah, that's what I do on my yard. So... um, it can, you turn it on just a little bit, and it waters the root ball. You turn it on a lot, it waters the drip line. And if you get one, you'll love it. People who get them uh, tell us great things about how much they enjoy um, their tree hugger sprinkler. Find it here at Mill Burgers. Find it at HEB. And uh, come find it soon, even in the fall. Tree, uh, you know, fall is for planting, but that's because normally we get lots of rain in the fall. So I'm not sure what's going to happen this fall. So it's still a good time for planting because of temperatures, but you supply the rain and keep that tree healthy uh, with your tree hugger sprinkler. We'll be take a break and back in a moment on 930 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. While the guys are answering some questions off the air, I'm going to tell you some useful advice about getting rid of insects or other pests. 
that's Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. And I was reading some uh, some people were having some trouble with some stuff in their attic on uh, next door. And uh, Spider-Man would be, would be a perfect solution for what they were going through because they, they wanted somebody that was uh, going to treat them right, you know, find it, solve the problem, and, uh, and then work on preventing the problem. And that's the way Spider-Man looks at it. So you'll get a uh, good job done. Uh, they're going to come out and, and take a look where things are happening. So help you with that as well. So whether it's ants or roaches or whatever it is, you know that Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control is going to be entirely in your corner solving that problem. And uh, they've been doing it since 1976. They do it well, and they get lots of great reviews. And now you can see some of those reviews on Google. So check them out at GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. Or call them at 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Jerry's answering a pomegranate question. You, you were all by your lonesome there for a little bit. It was scary. I was frightened. I didn't know what to do. I was. Uh, now I got, oh, there you are. You're back. I'm Sorry about that. What were you saying? You have Al. Yeah, I got Al. He can just do those rim shots and stuff. All right. Well, 210-308-8867. Did you want to talk about what he was asking about? Uh, yeah, he just wanted the perfect plant. And there's, <laughs> oh, okay. there's no such thing. Uh, he wanted an evergreen to trail over a retaining wall. But it could only be 18 inches tall. Yeah. Oh, 18 inches tall? Yeah. yeah. 1824. Blue plumbago. <laughs> they could, it's not every. And oh yeah, it'll die down. So right. we we suggested that he change his criteria, sleep on it. Okay. We gave him a, a pretty good chunk of perennials that would yeah. fit his criteria, and then there's some questionable evergreens. So like purple lantana. Uh, yeah, rose, the purple one, and it, rose, it'll go over that thing. Trading rosemary or Asian jasmine. And you know, there's some fancy colored Asian jasmines out there now too. So it doesn't have to be just green. So I've been asking these guys and some of our callers their favorite trees. But for Trace, that may be difficult because these are like your children now. Do you have uh, three favorite? Can you pick a favorite amongst the trees for sun, let's say, that, um, that you personally like? Them? Well, so I, if I had it all to do over again, Uh-oh. it would be a Vitex. Okay. And a Monterey Oak. And probably a Lacey's Oak. Oh, Okay. Very cool. Although I did agree with Ray when those old, those really old live oaks are, are wonderful. If you asked me that 20 years ago, I would have said red oak and okay. mountain laurel. Would you ever say chinkapin? Probably not. Yeah. But, it, but it is a pretty tree. <laughs> I'm just setting up Mark because that's no, what he's No, 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 no. It's like, and, no, these are all good. And it's not commonly used. So if yeah. you want a tree that oh, okay. looks different uh, yeah. than everybody else's. Nobody said Montezuma cypress yet. You're not going to get a whole lot of takers. No, I like it. I like yours. We've Uh, been watching the one here for a while. It's doing pretty well. I lived in in, uh, King William. Yeah. And I had unlimited water. Yeah. I might do that. Okay. (laughs) If if, if I lived in Stone Oak, I I would never do. Okay. All right. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Uh, 
8867. What's going on, Trace, now that we got you here? Well, maybe we should talk about that Texas tree finder thing since we're on this tree. Oh, well, you, we, you, yes. What, what, what? Okay, so uh, a long time ago, before I left the Texas Forest Service, I helped uh, Pete Smith and myself. We created the Texas tree locator for each county. There are a list of trees that are best for each county. And then you insert. Is it, is it by county or by zip code? I thought it was by zip code. And I think we, I think, well, it may, it may have changed it, but originally it was by county. I don't think we were that that savvy. We are foresters. You know, so uh, so uh, you may be able to do both now. And so there's a list of uh, recommended trees for the, that particular area. And, and then you get to see the tree. There is a photo or, or um, representation of it and uh, all the characteristics and uh, uh, where's the best place to grow it. Um, how, how to man, maintain I, it. I, I believe there's something in there where you pick the heights that you want it and oh, it helps okay. that, that's uh, very important. Narrow the, narrow the spectrum down. They give the, the common heights for the uh, overhead lines and then what th- those trees which would do well underneath those lines. So what about, we'll, we'll, we'll harken back to Paul Cox days. Yeah. Uh, as you drive around San Antonio, uh, now crepe myrtles, we see lots of beautiful crepe myrtles. You can go from one neighborhood to the next and see beautiful ones. But, like, take your old live oak. Is there, like, a really great specimen within driving distance? And There's one on the service road back there. Yeah. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Got probably over 200 years. It's wow. one that hangs over the, hangs over the road. So where that's on the the it's gravelly, right, yeah, yeah, the gravelly road right here. Okay, the train oh, of terror yeah. passes it. Oh, see, so if they come out here, their kids can see it. Yep. Oh, uh, right next to the Velvet Taco down on uh, Grayson Street. Okay, I can imagine that. <laughs> did Two you, of them. Did, actually. did he want to do something on the radio? Uh oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did you, did you want to be on the air Uh-oh. with us? What do, what do we have? What do okay, we have? here. Trace is going to give you the mic, and you'll be on the air. Talk to Mark. Tell us what you got there. This is a flower bed. I found this in a flower bed in the front yard. Yeah. And it was about two feet tall, and now it's about four feet tall. I put it in this pot, and that was two months ago. It's grown twice as high, and I don't know what it is. It's got those kind of leaves on it. Yeah. Yeah. This one. The middle one. See that? Looks like a mulberry leaf. It's a white mulberry. A mulberry? Yeah. And they're notorious white mulberries. Uh, uh, some of them are supposed to be seedless, but... Is it, a, is it something worth keeping? No. <laughs> it, it's cheaper for you to take care of it now yes. than it will be 20 years from now. Yeah. See, you only have to come up there with a little snip so printers and cut it at the ground. and kind of yeah. Uh, in most cases... Does he I, want cut vine and stump killer once he goes? Yes, he does. I, he does. I, I was, but he, it's growing in a pot. He had transferred oh, it to oh, a pot. Oh. So that pot can go right to the garbage. So it would be really good. Okay. Well, good. That's what I'm, that's what so I'm, can you put the dirt and the plant in the there? green recycle and the yes. pot in the blue recycle? Yeah, but I, I still like to keep my pots because, okay. of course, <laughs> we all know there's a fire in China and pots are are hard to come by. So this one here is a hibiscus, and uh, it is, died. That, is that what Dr. Parsons said? 
No, I got the mulberry. Cut it down to about this this tall, about two inches, and all this grew back real nice. It looks real great now, but it's got this funny stuff growing on it right here. We're looking at the phone. Yeah. Got any idea what that is? Well, it looks like it looks like a pile of mealy bugs. It, it looks like a, like a big townhouse uh, condominium of mealy bugs. What do I do about it? Are, are you real happy with this plant? Are you really falling in love with this plant? Best control is going to be using something systemic, so either acephate or a middle of corporate. You'd spray probably about every 10 days till the problem goes away and stays away. And then you need to become proactive instead of reactive. So right now you're being reactive. So there's a chemical that's also a middle of corporate and a granule designed for pots. I assume this is in a pot. Um, that you can start to put on the plant, and it'll build up a toxicity in the plant where no bugs can get started in the first place. Okay. What's it called? Uh, it's a bonide systemic See, I pronounce control. it, I'm a dacoprid. I'm a what? I'm a dacoprid. Okay, if I tell that to those guys. They, they're going to look at you funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll go show it to you. Yeah, you'll go show it to you. Okay. Well, it's easy. Great. Uh, that, that, another one is uh, the spinosad with the soap, and you do it on a regular basis. Okay. He strikes me as uh, three and out, so let's get him a systemic. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Whoops. That, a little loud there. All right. 210-308-8867 or like these nice people. You can come by and ask your gardening question hey, in hey. person. Oh, did you want your pomegranate back? I'm not going to. All right. Put your headphones it, on. It was, oh. We're on the air. Yeah. We've been on the I air for quite a while. That. It was a very ripe, 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 yeah. ripe, ripe what was wrong with pomegranate. His, what was wrong with his pomegranates? <laughs> Uh, he wanted to know if it was ripe or not. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> he, cut, he cut it open. It was and, ripe. Yeah, it was ripe. Uh, I, I thought it was going to be the old, same old black sooty stuff inside. Oh, yeah. The, uh, but maybe with the dry weather this year, uh, the pomegranates won't have that problem. It's a fungus. I know, as soon as he set it down and, and had the knife come out, the pocket blade, I went, oh, I'm, I'm glad I'm all the way over. <laughs> I suspected it would, like, yeah. spurt all over the place. Yeah, right. But uh, he, he said two spiders came out of it, and he had pictures of them. Oh, wow. <laughs> I said, they just, you just messed their home up, man. <laughs> I, w- I want to ask Mark, why did you say that was a white mulberry? I thought mulberries were purple. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, this this supposed to have. I think eventually they still get dark fruit, but when the fr- fruit is immature, it's white. Yeah, it's white. Oh, okay. And it's Asian, and it's a uh, infestive, invasive. <laughs> you don't really want it. Yeah. But uh, but but. Uh, it's it's known as probably being a white because when juvenile leaves, they they have really interesting shapes, mm-hmm. highly variable shapes. Um, whereas the native red mulberry is still kind of a little mitten, a little oh. tiny mitten, um, <laughs> kind of little rounded edges, toothed edges. So um, you can tell the difference. In, uh, 
What'd you do to that kid? I didn't do anything. Oh. <laughs> He's yelling at one of the ghouls and goblins here. Yeah. He is not having any of them. <laughs> so maybe we should do like next hour. We do your least favorite three trees. Oh, okay. Is that easy? That's is easy. that easier than your favorites? Yeah. Well, that's cool. So where was the uh, the big oak that we were going to see? How old he? It was by the Velvet Fog, what? No. The, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's Mel Torme. Come on. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, you and I both know that. Okay. Okay, no, by the Velvet Taco down on Grayson Street. Okay, Grayson. Uh, uh, by the Pearl. Okay, okay, okay. Pearl. And how old is that one? Uh, close to five. 500 four, years old? Four, four to 500? Four, 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 five. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I bet they that, pulled that, out. I that bet one, they watered it with beer from well, the borough. I'm, I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. Uh. <laughs> but it is the infamous uh, tree that ruined my original thesis when I came down here. I was going to see of all the big trees are a certain distance from a permanent water source. And that one was like five feet from the, from the river. Yeah. But it was ten feet above the river. So I, oh. thought, so I thought I'd change my thesis to say all the really big live oaks in South Texas are by or are at a certain grade above the permanent water source. There you go. Oh, they okay. That, they okay. that about pecans, too. Yeah. Yep. So they would be a little closer uh, and a little lower. So yeah, if we do your least favorite trees, that's going to get some people angry. Because when you say, like, pecan, it's like, what? <laughs> uh, Rob, those are fighting words. Where, how long are y'all going to be over that smell? No, no, I, I love pecan. I do, too. I love to eat them, and oh, I love okay. to have the trees as far away from buildings or cars you as enjoy, possible. You enjoy them from a distance, uh, do you? Yes. And uh, not at this time of the year when the, that no, uh, aphids no, are pooping on the car. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've had to wash my car a couple times. Yeah. Oh, do, you have a, do you have a pecan no, tree? No, I there's a pecan and a uh, couple cedar elms yeah. over at Sage, and, uh. and I've had to not park there anymore. Now, is that the cedar elm, the one right there, yes. the hug me tree? Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, you stand that's over That's one of my favorites. It's got the hug me uh, on uh, I'm not going to stand under now, <laughs> nor crepe myrtles, nor pecan trees. I did used to have to park under a pecan tree. Yes. And, yes, in the morning you were turning on the wipers and trying to... And opening the door. And, 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 then, and then in late August, there'd be too many nuts. And so the tree would go, no, you're gone. And then drop them right on top of your head. Okay. <laughs> All right. Trace is back. 210-308-8867. Trace, what's going on at, here at Millburgers? We will. We hear this train keeps going by. and <laughs> well, Children are yelling at ghouls and goblins. Yeah, that's uh, that's the plan. Hopefully he got the hint from when I went through. I told him this is what I want. This yeah. is what I expect. And it's one job you can have where you get to scare kids. Yeah. <laughs> Best part. But only slightly. Well, you, yes. you scare them by My point. driving alone is scary. Like how you drive them by us. See the ravages of age. <laughs> <laughs> See the old people. Yeah, thank you, Trace. That was nice of you. <laughs> Um, uh, the, uh, as I was walking up to the porch, I saw a, a father explaining to his young daughter that that spider that you got over there in the deal was, wasn't, wasn't real and I wouldn't hate hurt that spider. you. And the kid is <laughs> the little girl, and uh, the dad was petting 
the the artificial uh, spider. And the little girl was just standing there looking at him like, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> he never, and I think he was trying to get the little girl to pet the spider. Ah. Didn't work. Didn't work. So my only question, did it jump out at them and scare them both? No. I don't know. Does that just Yeah, it jumps out. Yeah, it, it, it jumps. That's by the uh, dragon, isn't yeah. it? Yes. Yeah. Well, there's two. There's another one in there in the maze okay. somewhere, too. Oh. The one by the dragon jumped out at me. <laughs> And I got an exciting thing. I get every now and then, I get well, quite often, I get uh, new releases or new plants that's going to be available Ooh, okay. next year. And as I was looking through them, I saw this plant. Oh. It's a verbena. What color that's, is that, Trey? Um, sort of a red, uh, sort of an orangish red. Yeah. Uh, kind of a pinkish salmon. Well, yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I know. Yours is, is your shirt is salmon. But. My sprinkler. I mean, my predator. I'm going to call it Inferno Red. Ooh. <laughs> it's a verbena, but it's, it's a pretty thing. Uh, burnt orange kind of popped into my mind. Oh, I, I was trying to scare you that way because <laughs> normally you don't go there. <laughs> well,. It was it was more burnt orange than this picture is because of my printer. Uh, I've heard you call purple lantana maroon. Uh, <laughs> 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 They're yelling at us again from the train. Oh, look at all those kids! There's a lot there. of kids on that one. I think you could put a old fat boy on there in the back if there weren't that many kids. In there. We don't allow adults. Uh, 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 no, he was talking about me. He informed oh. that yesterday. Okay. Informed <laughs> us about that yesterday. Hey, we got to take a quick break. 210-308-8867. I got one word. Cyclamen. Oh, yeah. You want to wait until we get back? Yeah. All right. Back in a moment, and we'll tell you about cyclamen after this at 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 a.m. The Answer. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. We'll tell you about more about cyclamen in just a second. But right now, I need to tell you about the folks at Saws San Antonio Water System. And when they want to remind you uh, that we are in stage two, that means there are. There we go. That means there are <laughs> things you uh, you can do, and things that you shouldn't do, and things that you can't do. And you can go to Saws dot org forward slash stage two to find out when your watering day is and what times that you can water we can tell you that right now mark what time can i water if i'm if it's my watering day 7 to 11 a.m and 7 to 11 p.m and that's and so yeah yeah and okay i want to make sure that everyone knows and yes i know we had we had uh, a lot of a lot of customers calling up and said, but I don't know which one. The morning uh, or the afternoon. You, can, you, you can, can do both. Do both. Yep. Uh, you can find out how, how often you could save hand water. Pointing Anytime. to Mark. Anytime. Anytime. 
Okay. Hand water anytime, any day. Yeah. Good thing Jerry's not answering these questions. <laughs> <laughs> we do end that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, go to saws.org forward slash stage two and you'll find out all the restrictions and all the uh, the rules to help you maintain your yard while being a good steward of that water uh, here in San Antonio and making sure that we stay in stage two uh, and avoiding getting a citation. What? They are being stricter now. It's not about the warnings anymore. It's about avoiding. Let, unless you thing. want an in-home visit by Mark. Yeah, yeah. unless you want Mark to come <laughs> see you, <laughs> which is nice, uh, but, uh, but uh, it costs be, a little money. Yeah, Does I'll it bring cookies? No, three or four in the morning. <laughs> so you may, you may not want to nah. stop it in front of your house. So nah, there you nah. go. So be a good steward. Take care of our water. Take care of your yard, and everybody wins. Saws.org forward slash stage two. All right, we'll tell you more about all the stuff on Saws on the website. But what? You know, I, I think you would have it memorized by now. You no, know, I just, you I just, don't have to have I just stall books. for drama. Sage oh, 2. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, and Mark's going to tell us more in the next hour about some of the other stuff on the Saws site that's a good a good resource for you. So will you do that, too? That'll be... Absolutely. What would it be? It'll be... Uh, Particularly since we worked this out before the Gar- show started. Gardening style, San Antonio. <laughs> Antonio. Org. Org. Yes, sir. Okay. My, my next question is people that are putting in new sod. I know that there's ways to get variances. Is that something we want to? Well, yeah. How yeah. Would, how, we can always how, talk about how, that. How would they go about getting a variance if they're going to lay new grass? They got, they got to. They have to uh, go to the website. And then they would apply or, or click on variances and then apply for the new landscape variance, which gives them five weeks of watering Monday through Friday. Is anybody ever denied? Yes. Okay. So if I laid new grass and I was denied, what would I do? Apply again? Panic. Oh, right? no, sorry. That's now, always my now first this choice. This is intended for new landscapes. Right. So if it's a new home. Or if you had something catastrophic occur at your house, then we would allow you to have that. Does, if this is for does, like 10 feet, 10, 10 by 10, that would be a denial. So does catastrophic uh, go with my entire backyard is weeds and I need to kill it and put some more grass? No. Okay. That would not be catastrophic. Got to try. Got to try. No, you're trying. Mm-hmm. All right. You want to talk about the cyclemen? What do you know about Cyclamen that we don't know about? I, I know they're coming. What? And they're going to be on a truck heading this direction, hopefully Monday afternoon. Does Calvin know which direction they're coming from? Because that might explain his absence. I, I don't know. They're coming out, coming out of Colorado. <laughs> if you find out, that truck's been hijacked. <laughs> so we don't, we don't know what day they're actually materialized in Texas. I'm sure he's got drops along the way, but I'm going to guesstimate Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. Um. And surprise, they, they, ought, they ought to be pretty, coming straight out of, of cooler temperatures. Yeah. Yep, and uh, you want to get them here before Calvin does. <laughs> so don't tell Calvin. Or, no, actually, I think the nursery likes to tell Calvin. We do. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're going to come out of the, the – the, uh... oh, you know what? i got to change that. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> they, uh... And if, if – uh, I don't want to jinx it. Should I talk about the hay? And this week? I, I think we should. If it starts to rain Monday or Tuesday, you know the hay's arrived here yes. at Millburgers. It's not in the forecast, but that hay has a way of uh, 
Just uh, the hay doesn't listen to the forecast. Funnels it right here. Yeah. I remember <laughs> last year, um, the hay had, like, just arrived or something, and then I was here, and then I went over to that HEB to go grocery shopping, and I came out, and it was pouring, and I do not believe it was in the forecast. No. <laughs> I texted Trace. You know, a picture of the rain on the thing. <laughs> is, this, is this the hay? And he said, yep. So. All right. 210-308-8867. What else is going on, guys? I was reading uh, what to do this month or this week. and uh, uh, Was this in the newspaper? Uh, no, it's in my Neil Sperry weekly uh, uh, newsletter. Okay. Anyway, he says... Uh, Ryegrass for overseeding permanent uh, turfs to plant that. And then he says, also as a temporary way of covering bare ground until you plant permanent grass in April. Now, I fooled with ryegrass before, but I think if I, if, like you say, a lot of people have bare ground, I don't think ryegrass is the answer. I think to, uh, just solid set some turf out there. Like if you've had a dog uh, destroy the <laughs> destroy a path there or something like that. I agree, but there's always room for other possibilities. So believe it or not, we sell a lot of ryegrass for people who are selling their house. Oh, oh yeah, really? Uh, yeah, quick, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick, 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 Dave. Yeah. What, uh, what kind do you have? So we uh, we opted not to do the old-fashioned one that gets uh-huh. so tall so fast. Yeah, so uh-huh. We have the uh, Pantera, which is okay. a semi-dwarf. And then we have the perennial, which is not perennial here, but it is far less likely to need to be mowed. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, yeah, good. that's a, I wanted to find out about that because i uh, starting to get some questions on that. So the old-fashioned Oregon ryegrass, no. And, and they're off. in short supply. So uh, even uh, if you don't intend to... Uh, do it in the next few weeks. You probably should consider buying it. Right. Yeah. It so, says. so Pantera and Greyhound, and I think there's another one. And and he follows that up. Uh, says perennial rye is better is a better choice for urban lots if you can find it <laughs> or order it through your local retailer. It costs more, but it's finer textured. And more easily maintained. So back to the less likely to need to be mowed. Yeah. So we sell a lot of that one, and this is going to sound interesting. Uh, (laughs) Cemetery plots. Oh. Would be one. And the other would be for golfers. Mm -hmm. They set up their own little green in the backyard. Okay. Rather than Bermuda? Well, what does Bermuda look like when it's winter? Oh. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. But anyway, huh. uh, I, th- I think you also have the choice of uh, using a solid set uh, Bermudas and or you whatever. Can, you can lay grass year-round here pretty I, much. I would yeah. say the long-term solution is, yeah, new side right now. And and we have the advantage that we can lay it in the, in our winter, and uh, it'll, it'll, it'll uh, be established by next spring. And you've got plenty of grass, right? <laughs> uh, different varieties come and go. Okay. Yeah. Come, come by, check. That's what I always uh, tell people. Yeah. Uh, I, I, 
I love the the examples out on the uh, access road. I said I always encourage people. If you don't know what kind of grass you're gonna, you want, you can see how it looks. Yeah, it looks out here, and then also uh, without you know, being in my position, I can't say certain nurseries all the time. But I yeah. say there check your nurseries on Thursdays and Fridays. See what mm-hmm. they have available. Mm-hmm. And would they call in? Just so let's say they call in and say, "Hey, do you have blank?" And you say, "No, we we'll usually get it in." Can they do the, that list? They can do the wish list for anything. Okay. Uh, I, I don't remember what we were talking about. Oh, grass. 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 Side. You said side you said that you get it periodically. So uh, every every week is a new challenge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right now there are uh, two varieties of Bermuda that we cannot harvest, and there's two that we can, but it's limited. So like if they want 15 pallets, no, okay. the answer is no. If they want a pallet or two, the answer is yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, I believe there's two or three zoysias we can get, and I believe there are four, all four. Yeah. Saint Augustine's. Nope. Four out of five St. Augustine's. All right, we're going to take a quick break and be back in a moment. We'll get you caught up with the news on The Answer. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick, along with uh, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Mark Peterson. Can we just call you Doc? Yeah. Okay. Doc Peterson. Doc Brown. <laughs> Dr. Brown. And Trace, can we call you Doc? Uh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Doc, Doc Trace. And, uh, yeah, uh, ready to answer your gardening questions at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. All right, what, why are you pointing at Jerry? Well, Jerry was yawning over I was there. yawning. <laughs> Like, I'm enjoying this cool weather out here. This weather, weather really is nice. <laughs> and with a, a little help from the fan. Yeah, although there is a breeze. You can see the flags are moving. I didn't I didn't sweat yesterday, and I'm not going to sweat today. Oh, good. No sweat. You should not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Trace is rolling his eyes or bowing his head or both. Please both. Wait, check his kidneys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, no gentlemen, sweat. what should we talk about now? We've talked about trees. I don't want to talk about least favorite unless you want to. I want to, want to get... talk about sales. I want to talk okay, about Okay, talk about items. some sale items. Well, I noticed when I walked in, we had firebush on sale. Now, Jerry, tell me, what's the real firebush again? What's the difference? I can't find well, the seeds. Is that, is that <laughs> what the, the difference is? Yeah, there's no, there's no seed on that. And nobody knows where that. What what we're selling as Mexican firebush came from? Uh, well, it was it's, brought it's, illegally it's, by. You, Greg you mean Grant? nobody alive? No, 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 well, somebody had to. Nobody's growing. Uh, I've I've got it and found it at uh, Gentry's in uh, Laredo, but uh, Mr. Westler told me that they used to sell that quite a bit. If anybody would know, uh, it'd be around, yeah. yeah. It, oh, 20, 30 years ago, I don't know why it went out of favor, but uh, it has no seed. It has little black berries, very small, mm-hmm. but when you when you squeeze them, there's no seed in there. Now, there's one that's been shanghaied in from 
I guess Belize. Uh, I know by, by by people unnamed at this time. <laughs> I don't know who. Whose initials start with a G and a G? We can't say Greg's name. <laughs> no. Oh, no. okay. Well, sorry. <laughs> but he, it, he, he, it was in that side pocket of his carry-on. Yeah. Uh, uh, or some other place we don't mention. Oh dear. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, uh, yeah. You think I we're get, joking? I got. <laughs> I got, Could we call Greg a mule? I don't know. Isn't that what they call people that smuggle I, stuff? I heard in? a few stories. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he he brought some back from Belize. Uh, when we, we brought him a one-way ticket down there, and he yeah. found his way back anyway. Oh man, poor but <laughs> uh, he went down there looking for a different colored firebush, like the ones we have. Uh, uh, what we are selling as Mexican firebush, right? Isn't that what's on the label? Mexican firebush? I believe so. Yeah. And uh, couldn't find any like that. But the ones he brought back, brought some back, uh, produce seed. They're, they're invasive down there. I mean, they're in ditches and everywhere else in Belize. But uh, Again, that was Greg Grant. Yeah, right. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And he brought some back. I think they they lived, lived for several years in my uh, down my hill there that I don't water, but uh, that he said was growing were growing in the shade. So he was trying to find a, a firebush that would blow bloom in the shade, and it didn't. It didn't when we got it back. So. Uh, the the old, the best one is the one uh, Melberger says that uh, that's called it's sold as a Mexican firebush. And it would uh, gets gets uh, you cut it to the ground every every fall, well every spring, whenever. Or drive over it. Or yeah. drive over yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it, it's the only it's the only plant I've ever seen. That when it dries up, the the stems snap off, rather than breaking and going down to the ground. It just snaps off. So <laughs> that means if you can, if you want to run over it with your truck, uh, it'll snap all the blooms off, and your your pruning will be done for the for the year. Wow. The reason I uh, was uh, getting Jerry to talk about that because speaking of favorites. <coughs> Firebush, Esperanza, Briar mm-hmm. Barbados, and Cenizo are Mark's favorite perennials yeah. for San Antonio. Every every San Antonio home that's in the sun has to have these. Yeah, we saw one yesterday. We saw. Nice what, are, what are your short favorites? Because everything you mentioned is tall. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. <laughs> uh, Just because you're tall, people like short plants too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Skullcap. Okay. That's really short. So you got the. I'm going to say Blackfoot Daisy for my short one. Yeah, Yeah, you got some over there as I was walking in to the right. That's an interesting plant because uh, that's a a native. And. uh, The one way to kill it. We like it because the only way to kill it is. Over water. Yeah. (laughs) Or just plain water it. (laughs) Well, we don't have to worry about that at my house. Yeah. So far. It's the prettiest thing we got. 
But anyway, anyway, yes, so, so and there's lots of other sale items going on. Another one I like is Rusellia. That's another. Oh, that's a great one. That's a, that's a, a or commonly called yeah firecracker fern. Well, now you're getting a little shorter. All right, I like yeah, that. I love that one. That's a, that's <laughs> another good one. Yeah. And that's on sale too. It's on sale. What is it on sale for? Seven eighty eight. Huh? It's on sale. Seven eighty eight. <laughs> I have to look at my, my thing. Three for twenty one. Three for twenty one. Yeah. That's almost twenty one dollars. That's almost <laughs> <laughs> I can do the math on that. That's yeah. seven dollars. That's why we picked that. Trash helps me out. Trash makes it hard on me. <laughs> All right, two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. If you have a gardening questions we got three experts here on the porch and i might even chime in so 210-308-8867 they keep yelling at us i'm getting a complex now from the, the train <laughs> uh which we were mentioning pecans trees a while ago and uh neil got a question in says what can i do for pecan tree that is dropping short branches <laughs> Intact. Yeah. The leaves are green and sticky. <laughs> it appears the tree will soon be bare. Well, all pecans will be bare very <laughs> shortly because they drop leaves at this time of the year because, yeah. wow, Melton? It's fall. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Oh, shoot. Why, Thank you, man. Why do they call it fall? Because the leaves fall. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's a circular thing. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Niels uh, says uh, you may have two problems. The branches are dropping. Could be cut off by twig girdlers. But when when they're cut off by twig girdlers, you can actually see Excellent. where the twig girdler, the little insect, a big insect, yeah. uh, went around and around the, the branch. Yeah, it's a li- little peg. Yeah, peg. yeah, yeah. Looks like a toothpick. Or yeah. A, yeah. yeah. But uh, then it falls off, and the control is just throw that part that falls <laughs> off away. away and uh they've got they've got the babies in there you throw it away the oh. nursery huh uh and then he talked about what the sticker leaves were and <laughs> he said our, our <laughs> at our house we find it easier just to park somewhere else that's <laughs> that's, that's what it does rain helps too neil said to wash the stickiness out. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I've been trying, with no success, to get a Milton to, prove, to find out why they call it honeydew. Well, you're the expert. You should know. No. I, I'm prejudiced. Uh, <laughs> I'll get the honeydew. Oh, okay. But... Uh, well, uh, you drink it, Milton, to lick it and see if it tastes like yeah, honey? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Somehow I knew that. It's yeah. a, <laughs> it's a, it says honeydew. That was like other good advice from Jerry, like, oh, with the, the blackberries full of bitter bugs, just give them to your mother. <laughs> She'll enjoy them. <laughs> I brought those for your mother. With the bugs in them. Well, that was kind of a side. See, I, know, I didn't even hear protein, him protein. say this, and I knew that's what he was trying to do. <laughs> Yeah, those blackberry bitter bugs. <laughs> they, they, uh, even though, even when they were gone, Milton, 
You could still taste the bitterness of oh. the, on the berry. All right, but focus. We 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 took you off the uh, yeah, I know the honeydew, <laughs> the pecan stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and he had a question about his uh, somebody called in about uh, red tip for tinnias. Yeah, uh, has a dry wilt, uh, wilted leaves, and uh, he goes through the endosporium leaf fungus spot, uh, which is usually the common problem with them. Yeah, he went through cotton root rot. Too, yeah, he went through cotton root rot, and then right at the last, and it's possible that you may be keeping the plant too dry. You think? It, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good guess this year. <laughs> but, that would have been my first guess. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, you know, nobody thinks about watering <laughs> their fortinias. I mean, they're hedges, and they're well-established usually. And so uh, it's Semi- hard, hard semi-tropical. to Semi-tropical. Be- yeah, you know, it's hard, hard to believe this dry weather. Which is record dry for uh, in history? Well, last hundred and eighty nine days. Oh, or years, years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, will will affect the the shrubs and trees and things like that. So, so did you ask Jerry since he was back around back then if that's if that's the truth? No, I didn't ask him uh. about that. <laughs> I figured he was doing too many other things. <laughs> well, the the deal is I'm. I, I'm I'm not glad we're having record-breaking temperatures, but I got so tired of all these farmers that I work with telling me, you think this is dry, you should have been back here in the 30s when they had the, the dust bowl and, and that kind of dry. And if they're really old, they go, you should have seen it in the late teens. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I said, yes, I know. <laughs> so... Uh, Anyway, this is one to be reckoned with, and uh, the uh, again, I'm I'm targeting my water to uh, plants that have been established less than two years, or around two years in in uh, in being established, because we've been dry for so long. And they really haven't gotten uh, a, a chance to get their root system outside the root ball. And so that's where I'm targeting my water. And I've got sprouting citrus that I hope is going to be true to true to, uh, true to type. And sprouting because, citrus? Yeah, and they and don't have thorns. Is there a medication for that? <laughs> yeah. No. It's I, the salve. I, if you I, use I, the salve, it'll be okay. I wish there were. And uh, and things like that. So uh, that's where you need to target your water. And use that timer, right, Milton? Yep, you're a big that, proponent. That timer is nice <laughs> because not, I know most of our young audience have, doesn't have trouble forgetting, forgetting things. But with this timer, you can... I, it it goes up to uh, 120 minutes, and it's a clock timer. In other words, the the water is. You, you use a flow timer. You have to <laughs> you have to uh, turn the water up a little bit higher. 
to make to make the deal go. As opposed to an egg timer, which I like, but Jerry is. Yeah. But you'll forget to set the egg timer. Well, no, 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 I I will. (laughs) But it's it's a need to go out there, and uh, it's getting darker earlier. Yeah. So it may be getting too dark by six o'clock in the evening. Oh, yeah. no, right that well, you've still oh, got no. you still got an hour in your watering time. No. Yes. No, you haven't started at your watering time. If it's getting if you're at six in the evening. Yeah. Seven. Seven, seven is when you start. Seven. seven is you're, when it starts. Are you right, starting you, at you six? No, 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 no. He, he's starting at six because he's sprinkling, but that's not what's uh. legal. You gotta have <laughs> hold handy. Oh. Hand. So, Holding yeah. water. So we know where we know where Mark's going tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. it's nice to start that uh, timer, and yeah, not have to worry. Uh, about don't it. worry about uh, going out and cutting it off. Uh, when when it, is drip irrigation? Drip irrigation credit? is allowed any day, but only during permitted times. Okay. So seven to eleven a.m. or p.m. and and p.m. Yeah. Any any day. Any day. Anyway. So, how, Mark, how do y'all define drip irrigation? Drip irrigation is irrigation that has a constant regulated flow okay. under, under, under constant pressure. Okay. So then the soaker hose? Yeah. It's not constant flow. Yes, it is. Under constant pressure. When you turn it on. No, because they'll have leaks all over the place. Oh. It's not a continuous <laughs> well, flow. Well, when it's new. <laughs> I should add over the entire system. Oh, over yeah. the entire length. That's also well, the when definition. I, when I use my uh, sprinkler, my uh, wraparound sprinkler, and I just turn the water on just a little bit, and the and the squirt comes out mm-hmm. uh, six to eight inches, mm-hmm. which is constant. Yeah, and then leave it hooked to the hose. Mm-hmm. Is that drip irrigation? No, it's sure a sprinkler. It no, it's in a spr- It's used a sprinkler. It doesn't use a uh, dripper. This is what he does to your, me. All the your time. Honor, may I treat this witness as hostile? <laughs> yes. Oh, anytime. <laughs> but people can use sprinklers or anything else as long as they control the flow to to a low flow. And that that should. Mark is shaking his head now. <laughs> I'm not sure you're gonna. I, I'm sure. I'm sure this is what I deal with <laughs> all the time. Oh, okay. <laughs> I I still love the man with the uh, with the dummy in the chair <laughs> and the uh, hose in his hand. Uh, <laughs> and that was handheld watering. <laughs> I had Dennis, uh, our research researcher, try to search the web and find a definition of drip irrigation, and he could not find it. The only th- only thing he could find was on Plant Answers, which I wrote. And so, because uh, I was asking him about this, could could that sprinkler, that anybody's heard. sprinkler, under control flow situation, and timer and things like that, be considered drip irrigation? 
City of San Antonio Ordinance Definition, Chapter 34, 272. Oh, man. Okay. I didn't think you were going to make it. <laughs> I have to stop and think. Drip irrigation is the definition. There's a definition in there. Is there? And I will send it to send you. Send that so to oh, me. Good. So, okay. that, so that Dennis could have that on hand. <laughs> so uh, so, did, you so write, did you write those articles? Just so you know. We know. No. No, 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 not somebody that. else did. Yeah, okay. so that my boss wrote that a long time ago. Someone uh, back at the station wants to your, know since raccoons wife, have hands. Your wife wrote them. Sorry, your wife wrote them. No, 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 my boss. Okay. I thought that was. No, no, it's not the same thing. Okay. Karen, no, not like you. Karen wrote them. No, no, Dana did. Oh. <laughs> okay, you. That that's that, that's pretty much what I quoted. Just, yeah, just yeah. earlier. Is yeah, constant flow under constant pressure over the entire length of the. Uh, the tube or that's or, what mine yeah. is same thing okay i can say okay. that with a i can say that with any sprinkler <laughs> you can use a sprinkler i can see jerry going to a judge there yeah. fighting the ticket that you're going to give him <laughs> yes i don't I, think he's going to win i don't no. think so either take it to my, my so, certificate with me yeah your right? citation citation with me your framed one look how pretty it is your honor <laughs> um, so Man. someone back at the station wants to know since raccoons have hands uh, can you train them to hold the hose uh, and water <laughs> you know what we've never i don't think there's you, human hands involved so so wow there you so. go al train those raccoons see what happens all right we're going to take a quick break while we do give us a call 210-308-8867 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, with Mark Peterson, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. Did you want to kind of discuss what she was discussing with Jerry? So, um, yeah, she was very interested in vines. Uh, she had some criteria, you know, didn't know whether they were floriferous and evergreen. That okay. was her two main concerns. And so They were veriferous? Floriferous. Floriferous. And uh, that that means it has lots of flowers. Right, you know, yeah, I kind of figured that yeah. out, but yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, she, she was looking at, um, at Confederate jasmine, and both Jerry and I said, yes, yes, that's evergreen. And, and floriferous. And, and then uh, our choice, she was asking initially about passion vine, but our choice was butterfly vine because it's very... Floriferous and has constant flowering throughout the summer and is somewhat evergreen. So, so yeah. So, and I said, I always like when we're talking about vines as like a barrier or an arbor, I always like multiple. So, two. So, oh, two or more. Okay. Species. Because you never know. Are you the, um, like, so three? Um, the odd number plant people. I'm always the odd number plant. Okay, uh, but there are sometimes where you you know two would be fine or four would be fine. 
Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, I just got buy one of everything and just shove it in. There you go. I thought your wife scared you of that. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know where the other two are, hon. <laughs> they were in the truck when I left the nursery. <laughs> the, uh, I, I went in, uh, we were told that uh, by Trace, I think it was, that uh, they've gotten some wildflower seed. That was last weekend. And so I trotted in there and to look. Yeah. What they had. I couldn't find many wildflower seed, but he's got the world supply of uh, petunia. I mean, blue bonnets. Blue bonnets. Yeah, uh, you told me that last week. Yeah, just tons of them. Mm. The packages. Now, have all those, they've been all treated? They're supposed to be scarified. Mm-hmm. And uh, that brings up another question our problem uh, I, uh, I we we furnish seed to our growers of, of blue bonds and uh, the, the grower asks how many that always throws me because I <laughs> you know I can't talk, talk to how many for the nurses 100,000 and, so, <laughs> and so I I called Trace and said well Dr. Stein took uh, Ladybird Johnson Royal Blue over, and he also took some white. I didn't realize we had any white seed, and uh, and of course uh, red maroon. So I called Trace. I said, Trace, they're going to be in Super Six packs, and they'll probably be here the end of November. Uh, so I said, Trace, you got those three colors. Uh, how many do you want of each? And he said, three, three whites, three flats, which is uh, 18. Yeah, 18. But uh, anyway, three flats of the white, five flats of the uh, red maroon, and 20 flats of the Lady Bird Johnson Royal Blue. He said, the blue sells better. Than <laughs> Which we noticed last <laughs> year. <laughs> Which or, 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 the, or the story you used to have years ago that you told me was when you took it to the Native Plant Society. Oh, yeah. Greg said, it can't be. There can't be any other colors. It's blue bonnets. And it's like, okay, you tell Mother Nature that. It can't be. Yeah, that, Greg still holds that against me. Oh. I said, you wanted it. That was your idea, son. All I did was help. Hmm. He said, you should have told me. I said, when, you, when you're walking into fire, you know you're going to get burned. Do I need to tell you you're going to get burned? But he's still bitter about it. Yeah. They threw him out of the Johnson Library. No. With his with his arrangements of uh, different, different colored blue bonds. Oh. Blasphemy. Yeah. Blasphemy. Uh, <laughs> but we, we won over in the long run. Uh, anyway, they they have got some seed here, and uh, they're they're supposed to be acid scarified, which makes them grow better, makes them germinate faster. 
Uh, I think Mark has a question. Uh, yeah. Do they need to be stratified? No. Like, just scarified. No. Yeah. But, I mean, do they need to be as well? No. No. Okay. No. They're, they're, they're an annual and they're... Uh, what? No, no, you're supposed to ask me, what, Mark, what is stratification? Okay, hold on. <laughs> Mark, um, what, what is stratification? Stratification is you keep them in a cold, dry oh. area for a while. Okay. Usually, like, in a brown paper bag in the crisper. <laughs> so, like, 30 days or 60 days. And, uh, but uh, the problem is you do, do that with temperate plants. I mean, seed of temperate plants. Uh, like peaches and things like that that uh, need cold. But blue bonnets are annual plants, and they they don't need any cold yeah. treatment. Somebody, somebody uh, I forget where, uh, recently at an event had asked me about that, about Pride of Barbados, and I went, well, <laughs> I don't think they need to be stratified no. because they are tropical, tropical plants. Yeah, so, so I said, I kinda, let's just think this out. <laughs> Yeah, they would never get uh, stratified in the <laughs> tropics. <laughs> and where is that from, Milton? Proud of Barbados? I have no idea. Uh. <laughs> I don't know how any if anyone knows. Uh, well, it's <laughs> kind of a weird question. Yes. But, it's but, near Grant's tomb. But get, <laughs> <laughs> who's buried there? <laughs> but get, getting back to yeah. my story. Yeah, yeah. getting back to I was story. I was telling, I called the grower and told 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 them what I needed. I, I might have ordered a few extras for the other nurseries. Yeah. And uh, the, uh, then the, the, grower, the, the grower who helped me develop this uh, scarification process 30, 40 years ago when we started the Blue Bond Project, he was the one doing the planting and everything. And he asked me, he said, is that, is that 15 minutes? I said, Paul, <laughs> you know it's an hour, at least an hour, or you're just polishing the seed if you do it for any less. Concentrated sulfuric acid. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was 15 minutes. They always <laughs> drop back. No, they People don't want to. always no, drop back no, to 15 running, minutes. Yeah. It's the damnedest thing I ever saw. And, and to, uh, to a wild seed done that, too. I go up there. Yeah, we're scared five for, for tw 15, 20 minutes. I said, shut up. <laughs> You're not doing anything but polishing the seed. Quit it. Uh, but anyway, uh, these. Well, at least it's better than when we've. Put it in the tumbler, or we had to <laughs> file it. You know, yeah. yeah. Filing it. Yeah. No. You can still see some old extension publications where yeah. they talk yeah. about filing them or either sticking them with a pen. Oh. See, so you want to break that coat so it can get water in there to the embryo, yeah. and then it swells and, up. And uh, and so I I ask people when they come up with that stick it with a pen. I said. Have you ever tried to stick uh, <laughs> hard bend. blue bonnets? Even? You bend the pen. Yeah. It's like a little piece of gravel. <laughs> stick a pen in it. I don't know where that ever came from. I can see the... Uh, when Paul, when I was doing it, uh, Paul Cox yeah. let, let me use his uh, 
his tumbler, his, his rock, rock tumbler. Yeah. So that's where I that's where I first learned. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm like, what? What are we doing? <laughs> and uh, you're doing this for Jerry. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I I I, put, I use that tumbler and I do it for thirty minutes and forty minutes and an hour. And they were Two sure hours. purdy. Yeah. They were purdy. He polished the fruit on his Didn't increase germination, but... Uh, but they look nice. They look nice. But anyway, uh, John has... John treats, tries yeah. to treat these. Funny thing about Wild Seed Farm, when we first came up with this, uh, uh, all about with uh, Carol Abbott, uh, he... he uh, uh, a lot of people said, I can't believe he's doing that. It's going to hurt the seed. And, uh, you know, I'm not a wildflower guy. I just said, how do you hurt a seed? <laughs> Does it yell or just scream or what when you put it in that acid? But anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, John does that. But when we first came up with that, I wasn't working with John. I was working with Carol Abbott. And John would talk to me about it. He said, I'm not doing that acid scarification. That I, it, it rotted the seed. We tried it. It rotted the seed. I said, okay. <laughs> and uh, the only way I could convince him was send him some acid scarified seed that I had prepared. And he planted them out by his that wasn't prepared, mm-hmm. and they came up in three to four days. Oh, as compared to compared the, to his three to four years. And suddenly he figured it out. Yeah, huh? he yeah. said that that's got to work. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. we got a lot of them in there, and yeah. the, the blue yeah. the blue bonnets uh, they're selling them in packages because the sea is so scarce. Okay. And they're not selling any packages of the uh, red maroon or the uh, white. All right. We're going to take a quick break while we do, but you can get transplants of those very soon. (laughs) 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The answer. Texas, you're okay. On 9.30 a.m., the answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Yeah, I was nice for that guy. Yeah, you were. Yeah. I said he looked pretty healthy. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Hey, listen, again, another reminder. I want to remind you, and then we're going to call on Mark on this, too, to uh, talk a little bit about uh, other assets. Uh, saws.org uh, forward slash stage two is the very place to go to learn all those rules about stage three watering, uh, stage three, stage two watering. Mark just passed out. Uh, 
his head uh, his head snapped so bad yeah so fast it hurt. Just, uh, no i can see that yeah. but yeah you can find out and here's the reason one there's is a couple different reasons one is so you're a good steward and we stay in stage two you can maintain your yard you you avoid fines for watering improperly and at the wrong time and you're helping not only your neighbors but you're helping the uh, the system uh, and the pipes have problems during the drought and so you're keeping them going too uh, so lots of good reasons but uh, look on that uh, org forward slash stage two and you'll find out that you can water during your designated day with a sprinkler uh, from uh, 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. I did better that time? You did wonderfully. All right. You'll find out when you can hand water, when you can use drip, and avoid those fines and uh, keep your yard looking good. Okay. So I was going to ask Mark, who works at Saws, I hear. Yes. In okay. the conservation department. Yes. Um, what are some other useful tools they'll find at Saws.org? We have a... Uh, uh, a, a wonderful uh, website just uh, specifically for gardening stuff, and uh, that's Garden Style San Antonio or Garden Style SA dot com. Yeah. And then you can uh, have one of the tabs on, on the top. The it will say uh, all our programs, and we have lots of different wonderful programs. Uh, we have landscape coupons. Side note. That's ending for application for this year on October 15th. So come right. On. So apply and then come on over to Millburgers. Uh, they have a wide, wide, currently have a wide selection. Uh, may not, when we get to November, may not be as wide. So come on by. We have a rebate programs. Mm-hmm. We have irrigation rebate programs. And this year we initiated what we call an outdoor living rebate. And that's uh, based on square footage, 200 square feet of grass removal. And then we have, you can use pavers, flagstones, stepping stones, and this year, decks. So what if, I'm going to sound like Jerry now, Uh I had grass there, and now I don't have grass there, but instead of doing grass there now, I do hardscape. This is a little bit uh, towards uh, Trace's question earlier. Oh, so okay. if it's a backyard full of weeds, right. well, let's see, uh, Juan we, and I we, are kind of generous. Weeds uh, take water, too. Yeah. We kind of think that, uh, <laughs> well, it probably had grass at one time. Oh, it did. So take a picture. The process is, is you apply and attach a photo. Oh, okay. And so we're pretty generous on that. Well, Good we'll deal. That's a good one, too. And are there other so re- my, my question on outdoor living, does yeah. that mean when my wife puts me in the doghouse, is that outdoor living? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Where's but the doghouse? Is it indoors but, or outdoors? It's yeah. outdoors. Okay, then. But rules uh, may, may apply. And, okay. and I don't think our rules apply. No. What about like things like washing machines and stuff like that? A little late, Al. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, were there rebates on that? I can't remember. I'm sorry, what? Like washing machines and... A uh, long time in the past. Okay. Long time in the past. Okay. <laughs> All right. 210-308. Thank you, Mark. 210 Oh, I didn't... The one, one other thing. Well, there's, a cu- there's a couple other tabs. Oh, please. Okay. Yeah, I talk about uh, finding a plant. That's uh, another one where you can find different plants. Okay. Um, and find out what they are. And then... Um, 
a little resources and some design ideas and design process. And then uh, one of the other tabs finally is uh, Ask the Garden Geek. Okay. Is there a rebate or should there be a rebate for if we redirect our washing machine water to the yard? Or would that be considered watering without it being in your hand? That no, 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 no. That is gray water, okay. and there is uh, four or five uh, rules from the city of San Antonio, and you can call me up or go to the Garden Geek to ask me a question, and I will send you those rules. Uh, one, it can't cause a he- health hazard. Okay. It can't be standing water. Uh, has to be the outlet has to be at least ten feet from the property line. It cannot leave the property. And I'm trying to think of the, uh, the last one. On that. But that's a major thing. So, yes, you can uh, do it. Uh, gray water is defined in Texas as your laundry, shower, and non-food producing sink. So, any water, water from any of those or all those is considered gray water. Okay. I have a joke, but it's not good for the air. So. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. Non-food producing sink. Yeah. Okay. And so if not I sh- the toilet. If I shower outside? How do you know where I was going to go? I was going to go yellow water. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know how he knew that, Chris. Huh? All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yeah. Someone at the station wants to know if the phosphates in the... Uh, Laundry detergent. Laundry detergent yeah. will hurt the uh, yard. They're pretty well taking those items. Yeah, yeah, that's quite, that's the answer. Oh, he must have bought a bunch of old so, detergent. So, yeah. So most of them have been taken out. No, I would not make a a uh, process of it, a continuous process of of using the laundry. Okay. And that's not the word I'm looking for, but you know, a habit. A habit a is habit. the word I'm looking for. <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, we only do laundry once a week. Does that apply? <laughs> You're okay, I guess, Simon. Okay. I right. do laundry once a month. That, that applies. Though. Well, you got a lot of years worth of clothes <laughs> that you, yeah. so you can go that far. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get let's, let's go back to gardening, <laughs> which we were at, but I know. But Jerry's clothing, we don't need to know about. 210-308-8867. What yeah. else is going on, Jerry? Uh, if we had any people tuning in uh, that weren't. Weren't here earlier. Uh, Cyclamen this week. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna guess Wednesday or Thursday. We got a couple uh, community events coming up. Yes, we do. We got the free mammogram tests yes, on uh, the 16th, a, so which is a not... Sunday. Which oh, is, Sunday. Okay. It wasn't wasn't our first choice, but it's better to have one than not have one. Yeah, it is. And that's uh, from 10 to 2 on the 16th. Then we got our blood drive on the 29th. From and, 10 uh, to 3. And the Lions Club is going to be here then, too. Yep. So uh, if you've got any spectacles that you are no longer using or you have a different prescription, they really want you to drop them off. And you can actually drop those off anytime. We have a box by the inside yeah. cash registers. But uh, there is a particular need where they can be people that can't afford to get their glasses. Uh, they can re-prescription them and uh, issue them to somebody who needs them. Yeah, we'll have to have uh, the guys from the uh, Lions Club up again because it's amazing the services for folks uh, that they have in San Antonio. They have a lot of different ones. 
And is there anything else happening that weekend of the uh, 29th and 30th? Ah, let's see. Well, we've got our Halloween mm-hmm. costume contest, which there are prizes for us. Uh, and then there's a prize for one customer. Right. So uh, we, we allow you to vote as many times as you want for the best costume. And one will get pulled out, and they're going to win a gift certificate. One employee's name, yeah. We're going, no, one customer. One ballot will be pulled out. All the ballots get pulled out for the employees. Oh. They get tallied up. Oh, oh okay. Uh, but one customer will get uh, a gift certificate. We've got the train running on that weekend. We've got uh, face painting, and balloon art is Yay, back. it's back. All right. And we're so going good. to have corn on the cob, theoretically. Right. But we're not going to put it over there. there. We're going to put it where it torments y'all. Yeah. Right here. Well, thank you, Trey. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing something. No, I think that's about um, The maze for sure will be done by then. Yeah. Uh, hopefully done tomorrow. It will be amazing. Uh there we go. Better late than never. <laughs> it's tough. Al doesn't know what we're going to say. So. <laughs> yeah. Ever. ever. I mean, especially with Jerry on there. That's true. Yeah. Mike, hey. Plausible denial. He's got his finger on the to his little uh, button for that and his little button to bleep Jerry yeah, out completely. Yeah. Will they do that? Will no. They do that? They, 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 he stands there I with his finger on the button. <laughs> He's trained. That finger is lightning fast. You mean, you mean I don't have to worry about what I'm saying? No, I you should, you should worry about it. Alan, take care of it. We still, yeah, you still want to worry about what you say, just in case Al's out. But again, lots of uh, neat things around the nursery now. Yep. Uh, people on swing sets. Yes. Uh, Draws the attention of every child when they look yeah, at it. Yeah, it sure does. Did, did y'all see the uh, cellophane ghost? No, where is the cellophane? Uh, there's going? one come. Half of a, a ghost is coming out of the sidewall of the two-story. Oh, oh, cool! And this, which the, side of the on that? Okay, the scary side. <laughs> the other half Uh-oh. is coming out in the tunnel. Oh, so the kids get the the scare from. That's cool. So, how fun is it to to, to create this? I did not. Okay. I, I watched it and I gritted my teeth the entire time because it was a very long process. No, oh. but you don't you don't get to contribute any ideas. Like, what if we did this? What if we... my my ideas are not that great? I like uh, I like reusing the same things and okay. and they want to do something different every year. Okay. Did, did Charles start all that? I it was before me. I'm yeah. just trying to yeah. pass it along. But the creative ones, I let them do whatever they want to an extent, as long as it doesn't cost too much money. <laughs> Okay. My favorite is that girl swinging up there. I've been watching he, he her. He says that till he sees the, the cellophane. <laughs> yeah, you might like the cellophane ghost. Okay. But, and, uh, and you recognize it being very short, so I'll give you one guess which employee it was. Uh-oh. No? No. Janetta. Oh. She was, yeah. the, she was the model. <laughs> oh, okay. And I, I kept telling uh, Stacy as she was wrapping her up that we ought to just roll her out. Put her in the sun. <laughs> I think there's an OSHA thing on that. Probably. I'm, I'm not entirely sure, but that might be. Is that your golden doodle dog? Or? No, sir. I'm, I'm not yours, but what kind of dog is that? It just. Sorry. I'm going to guess it's a golden doodle. Okay. It's pretty. Anyway, sorry, I saw it, and I remember you had a golden doodle. Squirrel. Squirrel, yep. That's sort of my, my problem. So cyclamen are coming in theoretically on Wednesday? 
Wednesday, uh, Thursday, somewhere. Okay. Now, did you did you order those last month or long time ago, or did you just order when it turned cool? So I, I I can't quite remember when I did the booking, but I would assume it was uh, June. Oh, it was in the heat. And uh, so we take what we did last year and alternate it a little bit. Okay. So if we knew we were over in a color at one point, then we'd lessen that. Well, and if you, we knew we were under in a color, we increased it. Well, you is it ever right? <laughs> no. Well, well, you hit it right on the nail on this time. Well, because of every year, true. yeah. But every year is different, so we will we will see. Yeah. Is that some more of those columbines down there? Looking. That at? is columbine. Is yes. it the one that you're no, referring yeah, to? No. no. Oh well, it's it's one of those blue ones, I think. Yeah. This is the one that's better, right? But anyway, uh, yeah, they've got some Columbine, uh, but not new, not uh, new gold. Uh, got about three minutes. Huh? I'm just telling you, we got about three minutes. Oh, okay. I re I have reworked the uh, front page of PlantAnswers.com uh, on the topics of the month. And I didn't uh, know he was computer savvy, actually. He <laughs> yeah. can barely operate his phone. <laughs> no, it's scary. Uh, well, I got a webmaster. Uh, I have included uh, a write-up that uh, Neil Sparrow did on glyphosate. Uh, misconception. Uh, was well, that the, the one? Uh, In the paper. Was, yeah, a couple weeks ago. Oh, a week ago. Yeah, I right, think I saved right. it for that reason because he had... Uh, uh, research and web uh, websites. Right. So yeah. Went, yeah. He nailed it, and uh, I put I put put that on because a lot of people don't take the paper, and uh, with his permission, by the way. Okay. And uh, uh, I also put it in conjunction with a uh, article that Malcolm Beck wrote. Oh, uh, years ago, uh, well, uh, '93, I think. That, that's right. Malcolm didn't have a problem with glyphosate. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He says the father of organic <laughs> yeah, gardening. That's I mentioned that. Okay. And I also mentioned <laughs> that uh, some of the local organics and uh, and uh, one from Dallas, the main one from Dallas, did. Uh, did did not speak to Malcolm oh. for months after that. Wow! Before he before he passed away. Got a minute. Oh. So, on okay. Them. So look on plan answers. <laughs> yeah, it's a phrase. I'm trying to get it. We're gonna run out of time while he's still <laughs> still cogitating. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So we're gonna begin to wrap up. Trace, anything that you got, real quick, in about ten seconds. Um. Do your cold weather vegetables. Okay. Make sure you feed them. Keep the caterpillars down. Oh, okay, cool. And Mark, we're just going clockwise here. Real quick. Chinkapin Oaks. Chinkapin Oaks, okay. You're really standing by this. <laughs> and go see the one by the Velvet Fog Taco. For a live, a live oak, Velvet Taco. Velvet Taco. All right. We'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al for doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See ya. Next week, back here at Millburger, 1604 on Boulevardy Road, and you be sure to listen on 930 AM, The Answer. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.